0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News
1: Talk. Sinn Fein today will table a motion calling on the government to abolish the TV license charge. They've also said there should be an amnesty granted for those who've not paid the fee in the wake of the RT scandal. But the has said this would be a slap on the face to those who have actually paid. Uh, joining me now is Independent T D for Kerry Michael Healy Ray. Michael, good morning.
0: Good morning to you, Pat, and to your listeners.
1: Now, uh, what do you make of the Sinn Féin uh, proposal to abolish the licence fee, the taxpayer funds, uh, RTs, activities, and an amnesty for those who might otherwise end up in court?
0: Well, they're a little bit behind the course because last June I was questioning the sense or the validity of having inspectors go out collecting uh, uh, licence fees that weren't being paid because... It was obvious there was an an appetite and is an appetite throughout the country to change the whole structure as to how the national broadcaster is financed. We obviously, well, I mean, a lot of us do do believe that we need and should have a national broadcaster, whether it's for the Irish language promotion, whether it's for our own uh, indigenous uh, programs that we've had over the years, and that might not be supported if we didn't have a national broadcaster. But what we do need, we need to trim the fat, because one thing that has come out during the... Uh, our Octus committee meetings is that there is an awful lot of uh, what I would call mismanagement. There's an awful lot of questions that need answered. And we need to have proper responsibility and proper accounting. People don't mind paying a bill, pet if they feel they're getting value and if they feel that there's not wastage. Yeah. But at present, nobody can say that about RTE. And they do need to pull up their socks. Now, how we're going to address it? Uh, I'm dubious of Sinn Féin at the moment because these are the people who are shouting and shouting about housing. And at the same time, they're objecting to a lot more houses. If it, if every house that they objected to uh, uh, had been built, we actually wouldn't have any homeless people in Ireland. And uh, I'm continuously saying this inside the door. So when I hear them coming up now before the local elections uh, saying this, I'm a small bit sceptical, but I do agree that we have to have an overhaul of the licensing yeah. system. We have to give confidence back to people that they will yeah. be happy in paying a license fee. Yeah. Here's the and question: that they think They're getting value for
1: it. You know what what Sinn Féin are doing, obviously, is uh, saying the Exchequer pays, and I always kind of a bit bemused by that because. The exchequer only has money that it picks up in taxes. Now, it could be, you know, the American multinationals who pay a bit. um, The VAT is collected. But your PAYE, your PRSI, your USC also funds the exchequer. So when they say the exchequer is paying it, they really mean you and me are paying it.
0: But sure, of course, they do. Playing with words is something that they do a lot and uh, believing in the fairies is something they believe in a lot because they think that everybody can have everything without actually paying for it, if it's a populist political thing to come out and say, at the end of the day, we need people to work. We need people to pay taxes, because if we're going to take care of vulnerable, sick, or older people, well, we have to have people working. But not everybody can have the luxury of not working. People have to rise out. They have to earn their week's pay, and they have to pay tax. That's the real world. It might not be Sinn Féin's world, but it is the world of, of a lot of other people. And uh, talking about the exchequer paying for it, it's only another way of making the taxpayer pay for it. But we have to come about this in a proper way and not in a a reactionary or knee-jerk way, which I feel uh, they seem to firmly have their eye on an election at the moment. And maybe that's why they're not thinking through an awful lot of what they're saying.
1: Yeah, One uh, government... Source is quoted in today's Irish Daily Mail as saying that Sinn Fein, in proposing this uh, the amnesty and the free uh, access to TV, etc., is acting in panic mode, given a recent fall in the polls. Do you do you uh, think that is the case? Well, I believe
0: that an awful lot of the political parties, and you have heard me say this before, Pat, they get up in the morning they wet the top of their finger, they go out the door of the house and they see which way the wind is blowing and that's the way their policies go that day. We have a lot of people in government as well, you know, that do that. And what dictates uh, their agenda is what it says in the papers in the morning and what the editorials of the national uh, papers are saying and then that's the way they go. I don't believe in that type of pol- politics because I don't believe it's the right way to govern the country. I don't think it's the right way to manage the future. So what I would say about RTE, to stay focused on what we're talking about, RTE have to display to the public that they are trimming that they are getting more uh, frugal with the money that they're entrusted. We have to remember that uh, we have uh, local radio stations throughout the country and independent news uh, outlets that do great work every day of the week. But they do so not with a massive uh, budget. They don't have the largest that RTE have had the luxury of having for many, many decades now. And people want to see value for money. And they want to see prudence. And if they see that, they won't mind paying. But if you just take what Sinn Féin are saying right now today, where does that leave the people who have been paying all along? And then the people who haven't been paying will be saying, oh, should we were right not to pay at all because we're not going to be prosecuted now if Sinn Féin get elected and all this type of nonsense. So, I mean, there's such a thing as being politically uh, sensible and there's such a thing as Political pandering
1: yeah. now sometimes and I suppose the classic example of this was Toy Show the Musical which was really not well thought through um, and you know the way they operated might have been seen as uh, r- really abusing a dominant position in terms of their resources uh, comparing them say to the small little pantos that exist around Dublin City and beyond and they could be uh, accused of that and it went pear-shaped um, so that's the example of, you know, investing in something that did not pay off and was ill-starred. But a lot of the time, expensive things that they do, for example, the production of the series Love Hate and a number of series of that, um, they prove to be audience winners and also they found an export market. But that's kind of the nature of the beast. Television is an expensive thing to do and you got to spend and you hope that it'll be liked and you hope it'll be watched and you hope it'll be sold. And that way you wash your face. Otherwise, um, you know, you've got another failure on your hands. And I can think back to Fair City when it started. It looked to me like a disaster. But decades later, it's still going and it's still very popular and much watched. So it's a difficult business.
0: It is, but the one thing that we have to say about RTE, because you have to be fair about everything in life, Pat, RTE has done one thing for the Irish nation. Yes, we know about all the mistakes, we know about all the wrong things, but we must remember too, haven't they given us brilliant memories? They've given us great broadcasters over the years, whether it's on uh, the television or whether it's on the radio, they've given us great programs over the years, great documentaries. They've documented uh, Irish life uh, as it evolved through the, the, the decades. And, uh, I mean, you, you always remember the iconic late-late shows uh, going back to the late Gaborne's time and people like yourself and others who who gave us great memories. And we have to be appreciative of that type of thing as well. So it's not all bad or it's not all a disaster. Yes, you're right. It's like any business. Uh, things go up, things go down. We do right things. We do wrong things. We do things that are brilliant and we make mistakes. Sure, I suppose that's the the mm. whole uh, issue of life, that we're not all perfect. Mm. But what I would like to see RT do now is uh, pull up their socks and say, right, we want to be the national broadcaster for the next 50 or the next 100 years. And the only way they can do that is by being prudent with the people's money and the politicians have to be prudent about how they collect that money.
1: By the way, um, you know, given uh, that we fund public libraries even for people who never use a library and we light streets that you'll never walk down and we provide public parks to people who'll never visit those public parks, uh, do you believe that we should uh, generally speaking uh, fund the broadcasting that people claim they never watch? For example, people say, I never watch RT. Uh, So even when Storm Emma comes, they don't watch the news. Even when the All-Ireland Final and their county might be in a semi final, they don't watch the sport. Uh, Ireland playing England in the rugby, they never watch. Um, The election coverage, they never watch. Um, Big news events, (laughs) they never watch. Do you actually believe, except for maybe the newly arrived uh, people who are not familiar with RT, do you believe that Irish people when they say they never watch RTE, are telling the truth?
0: Well, I wouldn't like to go saying they're not telling the truth, but they might be forgetting some of the the events that they do always tune into. And there are uh, always uh, needs for having a national broadcaster... And I, be, I believe that in Ireland, because of the uniqueness of the Irish people, I think that we'd be a far poorer nation if we didn't have our own national broadcaster. But by one thing that has happened, of course, since the advent of RTE first, when RTE1 was there, and that was the only thing we had, we had no such thing as a local radio station. We have to ensure that all those um, smaller news outlets are cherished as well because the very nature of people today is there was one time people would sit down and watch a program. Sure, if a person sat down out to look at something, they could have 20 different things looked at in the space of 10 minutes because they'd be flicking from one thing to another. Well, there was one time if you flicked, the only thing you could do was flick it on or flick it off <laughs> because there was only one thing to look at. So we have moved on from that. And I believe there's a place for everything, there's a place for the, the smaller uh, au- outlets. Yeah. And uh, and that's the place for the national broadcaster, and uh, hopefully we'll get it right, right. and hopefully well, that that will st- uh, stand the test of yeah. time. Michael, uh, the same as yourself, the same as yourself has stood the test of time. Michael,
1: <laughs> thank you very much for that. Michael. <laughs> I'll read you one uh, final comment uh, among many. The TV license costs me a little more for a year than a month with other streaming services that we subscribe to. We are two families living in one house. We watch RTE more than we watch Apple. So even though there's always room for improvement, I did pay my licence fee as it is value for money and does provide a public service. You know, there are people with Disney Plus and Paramount and uh, Apple and Prime and all the rest of it. And uh, as that texture says, they may be playing a multiple t- uh, amount every month of what it costs to... Pay for the license fee for a year. Anyway, we'll park it there. Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Michael Healy Ray, independent TD for The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.